Vince Vonathon. I'm Taylor. And I'm Patrick. And we are back. We are. We have another double feature episode this week. Yep. A lot of them <laughs> recently. We've yeah, done a lot, a lot of, of double recently, feature yes. episodes. A lot of movies. A lot of Vince Vaughn movies in a our lives. Of, a lot of Vince Vaughn lately. Yeah. Arguably um, too much. Yeah, I, I don't I did not understand what we were getting ourselves into. <laughs> I didn't I don't think I I fully comprehended the mental rot, rotting that yeah. would happen. And the um just the overall quality level. Yeah. Is very low. <laughs> yeah. These okay, okay. Let's jump into it. Two movies this week. Mr. and Mrs. Smith. I don't even have a question for you this week. Can oh, you wow. believe it? Hold on, let me see if I can think of one. Okay. Um, hmm. This is fun. Two movies this week. <laughs> Mr. and Mrs. Smith and uh, uh, Get Cool. No. Be Cool. Be Cool. Get sh- it's not Get Short. Yeah. It's Be Cool. Be Cool. Be Cool. Um, we're going to start with Mr. and Mrs. Smith. Vince is, um, he's a side character in this movie. Yeah. Um, you know it. It's Angelina Jolie and Brad Pitt. They are super spies. They're both super spies. They don't. They're married. They don't know that the, the other, other one, one is a is, super spy. Yeah. Well, they, they know that they have super spy skills. They just think that both of them have retired. Oh, sure. Because that's how they met, being super spies. Remember? No, they, they meet in the bar because she's like they're on a mission. Okay. I'm. I guess I misunderstood. I thought that they was just like they. They didn't even pick up on that. Like, they just... Oh, maybe. I don't think that they did. I don't think that they knew. They don't know that they're spies until they get the orders to kill each other. Oh. And they go like, oh. Like, I think they just find it, like, hot that the other one's, like, really good with a gun or whatever. Oh. Yeah, I don't think they actually know anything until... Okay, they're married. They get orders to kill each other. They go, oh, shit, the other one's a spy. I didn't know that. And then the rest of the movie is them attempting to kill each other. Being hot. And being hot. And yeah. um, Vince Vaughn is in this movie because... He's hot? He's, uh, weird choice. He plays Very weird choice. Brad Pitt's buddy. And um, he just doesn't... I don't know. He's... Smalls around. Smalls around. <laughs> That's a great way to put it. Yeah. He looks supremely unhot next yeah. to Brad Pitt. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, like, uh-huh. listen, I'm the first to thirst over, you know, Vince Vaughn. I like that. The yeah, first fir- to thirst. first to thirst. Is that like the new tagline <laughs> of the show? Yeah, the first to thirst. Yeah. Um, I'm the first to thirst over Vince Vaughn, but next to Brad Pitt? He's no Brad Pitt. No. <laughs> next to John no Favreau, like, Brad that's when he peaks. <laughs> but next to Brad Pitt, no. Speaking of John Favreau, we were in a hotel room oh last gosh. night that had HBO. Yes. And Chef was on, yeah. and it was the first five minutes of Chef, and then we proceeded to watch the first hour of Chef, and yeah. would have kept going if it wasn't late. God damn, that movie's awesome. It is very good. It was so good. And it makes me like so excited to see uh, John Favreau come back in two weeks. In the As an actor. Yeah. As an actor, yeah. yes. Do Which they is do anything the else worst part of Chef is his yeah, acting. that's true. <laughs> He's also in... Um, Oh, I have a question for you this Four week. Four Christmases. Oh, true. And Couples Retreat. They wrote together. Yeah. I have a question for you this week. Uh-huh. What do John Favreau and Adam Sandler have in common? They love to <laughs> cast women ten times more attractive than them as their leads. Co-leads. I love it. Because guess what? They I'm just a... don't give a fuck, dude. <laughs> it's Listen, very I 
I don't care about looks. Like, no offense <laughs> to Patrick. Like, I think... Thanks. No, I think Patrick is very... I'm the first to thirst over Vince Vaughn. No. I don't care about looks. <laughs> no, I'm saying, like, you know, I think, like, girls just uh-huh. don't care nearly as much about looks as guys do. And so I... I <laughs> maybe this is crazy of me, but I never find it, like, shocking when Jennifer Aniston falls in love with Adam Sandler. Like, I get it every time. Okay. I fall in love with Adam Sandler every time. I love him. I, I think would that marry some, him. It's, I, I get what you're saying. Yeah. And I agree, I guess, a little bit. I think a lot of it has to do with, like, chemistry. Yeah. You know, Adam Sandler and Drew Barrymore are so great together yeah. for the first dates that it's, you know, it's kind of its own thing. But when it's, like, there's that movie where, like... Owen Wilson and Jennifer... Uh, Jennifer... Oh, my God. Jennifer Lopez and, oh, and that Mary one's me. stupid. Yeah, the, stupid. The worst offense ever is it's Kevin James... And Salma Hayek. Oh yeah, Kevin James doesn't have chemistry and, with a fucking foot. And she, and she is lusting over him. Yeah. And he doesn't even see her. I've actually, <laughs> I can't remember the name of that movie, but it's like the dumbest show I've ever seen. Just to, to say a brief It might be tidbit. The Zookeeper. <gasps> Stop. It might be. I forgot that movie existed. Um, I've actually been thinking about this recently separately. We, we, I promise we'll go back to Mr. and Mrs. Smith, but I just want to share this while we're on the topic because I'm th- wanting to bring it up to you recently. Um, I, there's this guy that always shows up on my For You page. He's this big guy, you know, he's, he's like a, probably really tall, but he's just like a really big guy. And he goes up to girls and records them and says, would you date me if I was skinny? And like every single girl's initial response is, I would date you right now. And every single comment is guys going like, what if you turn the camera off, man? Then they turn on you, blah, blah, blah. Those are called incels. Yeah. I'm like, and I'm thinking to myself, like, girls, I just, don't get me wrong. Like, are there girls out there that want to date super hot guys? Of course there are. But I'm saying like, I've seen Love Island. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. But like, Tasha's with Andrew on Love Island. You know what I mean? Uh, you don't gotta do my boy Andrew like that. Your boy Andrew? Andrew is like the worst. I don't care about any of them. Anyways, I'm just around. Um So Vince Vaughn is in Mr. and Mrs. Smith, <laughs> and he's the least attractive person in the movie. Yeah. Um just de facto. And I one thing that we were like, you know, Mr. and Mrs. Smith is what it is, okay? Yeah. It's them being hot. Kind of. I mean, it's like kind of like one of the worst periods for either. Like, I don't like that Brad Pitt era. I don't mean that as like. I don't feel like I know what else is in, in terms that of era. attractiveness. But I just feel like Brad Pitt. Like, it took him a long time to like become a good actor. I don't know if that was like. I don't feel like I kept up with him much, to be honest. But I just mean like, the, but yeah, I, it wasn't until the past ten years. But was it also because film sucked then? Well, no, that's what I'm saying. Is like I don't know if that was him or his agent or, direction. or what he was getting offered, yeah. or he was just the pretty boy. And now that he got a little old to be the pretty boy, he had to pivot to something else. He is like one of my favorite actors of the past ten years. Yeah. In shit like this, he's just a drag. Yeah. He's a drag. And I. I I hate to be that girl. Will I watch every single, the 46 TikTok saga of Hello Teffy talking about Angelina Jolie's crazy life? Yes, I will. Does the woman do it for me as an actor? No, she doesn't. Nah, she's pretty bland. She doesn't. I respect her as an actor. She's not my girl. So there are a lot of like Brad Pitt things like, 
Seven and Ocean's Eleven, where I think which you got I only to, watched recently. Um, you know, the assassination of Jesse James. Never seen after it. reading. Like never there's, seen it. like it's not like there are, like he never did anything of interest. Yeah. You know, but you've like got Fight Club. Wasn't he like incredible got, in Fight Club? You've got the Troys. I haven't seen it, but you've got the Meet Joe Blacks. I don't know any of these. Right, you've got. I mean, there's just a lot of just like. What have I seen? Hold on, let me see. I don't have my phone with me. You know, the interview with the vampires. I think he was always doing it. I, okay, I'm going to take it back. I do have an answer to that question. He was always kind of doing it, but I don't think people were letting him do it. And it wasn't until recently that he became like a character actor, which he's so good at. He's he was in being John Malkovich? They say this. He's Yeah, it's like a little joke. Um, They, they said this about um, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Like, he is a character actor stuck in a leading man's body. And I don't think they let him do that until recently. You know, he got a little bit here and there. Yeah. Um, but this is like he's forced to be a leading man and just be a drag. And speaking of a character actor and trapped has in a no, no chemistry with Angelina Jolie. <laughs> no. Can we talk um, about the fact that? And we were like, kind of. I'm not a big gossiper, but we were oohing and on over the fact that Vince is in Mr. Mrs. Smith with Brad Pitt, and then like a year later, he's in the breakup. With Jennifer Aniston, and this was like the height of Team Jen and Team Angelina. Yeah, that guy. He was stirring the pot. He knew what was up. Yeah, he knew the truth more than any of us. Yeah, honestly, Vince, whenever you're ready to come on the show to do your <laughs> expose, we're here. I tell us to turn the camera off. I don't want to listen to this. <laughs> Um, <laughs> but he's got to know that a lot of his movies are poopy. Like, he's got to know. Of course he does. We have not gotten Who to... Who was it? Bill Murray? If Bill Murray <laughs> can do that interview with Charlie Rose, and Charlie Rose is like, what's, like, the crappiest movie you've been in? Bill Murray's like, I can't... It was this. It was this. It was horrible. <laughs> I will actually detail you why it was horrible. Like, people know. People yeah. absolutely know. But I want to say We also this have with... not hit, like, the critically acclaimed Vince era yet, but go ahead. I want to say this before I forget. Speaking of being a leading actor, or being a character actor in a leading man's body, you know what tidbit has been living in my mind rent-free lately? What's that? When you told me that Brad Pitt has, like, horrific social anxiety. I can't get over that. No, I read this recently. It's like a new development. I am, like, I, I think I had actually known this because, once again, if you like celebrity gossip... Well, he has that... Okay, go ahead. I'm sorry. If you like celebrity gossip... And you love, like, hearing the history of celebrities. You know, I love Hello Teppy on TikTok. She does, she definitely does not do it in the most succinct way, but she does it in a very entertaining way. Um, and anyways, I watched this, like, in, like, million part saga of Angelina Jolie, and she did say when she got up to that part of her life about Brad Pitt, how, like, Brad Pitt was just so, like, shy... And he just, like, connected with her, like, on levels that he did not with other, like, stars. And I thought that was really interesting. And so then when you told me that he has, like, really bad social anxiety, I was like, it all makes sense now. Like, they just wanted to be alone, him and Angelina, and just, like, raise kids and, like, not be... I'm Team Jen. I'm sorry. I'm Team Jen. (laughs) Okay, but I'm just, I'm saying, like... It all makes sense to me now, like, this demeanor of his. Or, like, this, like well, these facts have come together. I think this is a separate thing, to be fair. He came out recently and said that he has that thing, I don't know what it's called, where he can't recognize 
faces. Yeah. He's like facial recognition recognition blindness. Yeah. And he goes out to, you know, Hollywood parties and premieres and shit. And he gets embarrassed because he cannot remember who anybody is. Yeah. And he just constantly is like stepping all over himself. And that that's horrible. I, I feel bad for him. Yeah. You know, especially a guy like him. Like you've got to be able to like schmooze and shit. Yeah. You know, that, that cannot be easy. No. Um, but I don't know what the point of all this anyway, was. This is not the peak of Brad Pitt's career. Is what we're we should also be talking about Vince Vaughn. <laughs> I know, I know, but we got to We got to shine a little light on Brad Pitt. Let's talk about Austin Butler. So what uh, has he been up? No, I'm kidding. Um, although, can I just say, Patrick and I, <laughs> Patrick and I have been working on a little side project that we're excited to do soon, where we are going to recast some major movie musicals. We're leaving it there. You can read it later on future presentation. I don't want to spoil anything. Plus, we don't know when it's coming out. But anyway, Austin so. Butler. We don't know when it's coming out. Might be making some appearances. Vince Vaughn is... Um, he does his bit in this movie. He's like the liveliest part of the movie. Yeah. And, uh... Adam yeah. Brody is hotter than Vince Vaughn. I, you know, we, we... I think we talked about this last week that we initially watched this a couple years ago my 24-hour movie marathon. Also during quarantine. Which my third annual is coming up yeah. this weekend. I'm very excited for. Um, and... Do you want to share what you're watching? Uh, no. Okay. Because this will come out before that. Oh, okay. And I like to... Uh, release change. it as but I go. follow Patrick on Twitter. I'm sure he'll be posting Twitter about it. Twitter and Letterboxd. Letterboxd. I will be uh, in real time. live uh, tweeting the whole thing. Um, 8 a.m. Saturday morning. Where can they find you? At Patrick J. Regal. Everywhere you find people online. And this is Saturday what day? Saturday, August 6th. Saturday, August 6th. <laughs> at Patrick J. I'm trying to plug yes, you. Thanks, thanks, yes, yes, yes. I think It'll be fun. It'll be fun. It's very exciting. I do not do this with Patrick. I will be watching. Uh, so go to him, not 24 me. 24 straight hours of movies by myself, and about 4 o'clock in the morning every year, I begin to lose my mind. Yeah. I could and never. And it's very do it. stressful. It's no fun. And you have another <laughs> one of these coming up because you are going to do. I'm going to go to one. But it, okay. Point is, we watched this in our first annual, my first annual. And, um, I, about 10.30 p.m. I, about 10.30 p.m. And I was like... Yeah, it was a miss for both of us. This time around... And that I've also learned that it is the worst... Um, time slot. No, well, that. Oh. that. It was a pretty bad time this slot. This is just the worst, like, situation to watch movies in. Yeah. Because I'm just like, you know, I'm either, like, You're stressed out or I'm brain dead yeah. or... I'm tired. Like, you yeah. know, I, there's always, like, I watched Citizen Kane for the first time in one of these. Yeah, and it just didn't and, even, like... Like, it didn't even register. I was yeah. just like, okay, click, and watch the next one, you know? Yeah. Um, there Every year I have, like, a takeaway, you know? Um, anyway. Do you think you're becoming better at it? Like, managing it? I'm managing and it? kind of figuring out, like... I am stressed out about this year's because I feel... I do not feel prepared. Oh, really? Like, I just what do you think you need added to a movie... I just added a movie to the schedule oh. like a couple days ago, and that stresses me out. Like I, I, I swapped something out. I also just feel like I don't know. I'm not like I've what been I've been is. sleeping like ass lately. Yeah, both of us have. And um, and you know, sleep is a big part of this whole thing. Yeah. And I don't know. I feel like I'm gonna like officially, you know, get some coffee bubble tea. I'm gonna officially like. Uh, and I have an obsessed bubble tea lately. I'm gonna officially sort of walk the plank on my sleep, you know, but. Yeah. Anyway, the point is, it is just the worst situation to watch movies in. And this time around, I like I thought it was funnier. I, I than, will agree. Like I was like, I oh, that's good, that's good, that's good, that's good. Like that's quippy. The movie's time. not great, you know. It's fine. Um, I think when we watched it the first time, 
I fully anticipated it to be like an incredible movie. Yeah. I don't know what led me to that. Just you know, like thought. I don't know what led you to that. <laughs> I think like it's just, it does kind of have like cult status, especially within like the does kind it? of Y two K community. Yeah, people love this movie. Like it's it's you I'm know Angelina like Jen. like I just <laughs> I just um, can't support it, dude. But like I feel like in the like Y two K nostalgia kind of community, like people do really love Mr. and Mrs. Smith, and so I would see like clips of it and stuff all the time. I was so excited for this. I was like, this is gonna be this like amazing relic, um, and you know just like so exciting and like maybe it won't hold up, but it'll at least be like cool. Um, and it just flopped the first time. It didn't you know meet my expectations at all. But this time I kind of knew what I was in for, and so, I well, found it yeah, a lot like more that. enjoyable. I like that. I like that. You know. It's uh, it's like it's a movie that would air on FX. Remember FX? Oh my god, I loved FX. Like this is an FX movie yeah. to a T. My final takeaway: this is the Vince Bonathon. Is or that IFC? Is that Vince sticks out like a sore thumb? He does. He just it just like every time he's on screen, you're like, oh. He also just doesn't. <laughs> he's like, doing his bit. Yeah. In this movie that is like not designed for. Also, a for movie that. that doesn't like need him. Uh, I mean, it needs, like, something. I don't yeah. know if it needs fits. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if it needs fits. Yeah. yeah. it's just, uh, he, he is doing the Vinciest You know how he got this gig, right? I would assume. No. It's the same director as Swingers. Oh, is it? Yes. Oh, I did not know that. Yeah, Doug Lyman. Also, oh. uh, Edge of Tomorrow. What Chaos Walking, a fantastic <gasps> movie. Oh my god. Uh, Chaos the, Walking. The Born Identity. I think I literally... No, wait. Was that the one with Tom Holland? Tom Holland and Daisy Ridley. I think I gave it a half star. Can uh, you go check? I'm looking at it right now. You gave it one star. One star. You know what I did give half star? What was the horny movie? Oh. Um, this was also a horny movie. <laughs> this was. But this was... Um, what was the horniest is it movie? Voyagers? I think it was Voyagers. That is the worst movie I think I've ever seen in my entire life. It is horny teen propaganda, which is It's never... called Voyager. Oh, I'm sorry, but creepy, like... creepy dude in it. Ty Sheridan. He is he's a, a creep. creep. He's, and he's like the... Bong, corny police. He's the darkest timeline Austin Butler. Oh my god! No, I think he's the darkest timeline Tom Holland. I think he's the darkest timeline person. Like, I yeah. think he's like, you know, yeah, he's, there's like a timeline where he's like the president or something, and it's yeah. just a nightmare. That was like the worst movie I've literally ever seen. And we saw them back to back. It was like Voyagers one night. They had the same walking. premise, too. Yeah. It was like a month apart. One was just infinitely hornier and creepier than the other. Chaos Walking felt like 45 minutes and also 45 years. Like, it was just. It's like. Over two hours. It's so funny because every time we come on the show, I'm like, oh, I watched this two days ago. I literally could not tell you a single thing about it. I could tell you <laughs> everything walking. about Voyagers and Chaos Walking. These are the things that take up space in my small pea brain. Voyagers. So that I can't remember, yeah. like, what made Adam Brody important and Mr. and Mrs. Smith that I watched last week. Uh, I'm going to get the title right. Be cool. Yes. Be cool. We're going to move on now to be cool. Uh, it is a sequel to the film Get Shorty. Yes. And we said last week we were going to watch Get Shorty first. Not only did time get away from us, which, you know, things happen. We also kind of decided, like, you know what? 
This is the Vince Vaughnathon. Like, yeah. if we did this, That's a lost the DVD. If, if it, well, the, I could have paid the four dollars on Amazon, but fuck Amazon. You know, we couldn't find the Blu-ray. I don't know where it went. Yeah, I'm a very well organized yeah. in this library, but poof. Um, but also, like, if every time we like yeah. watched the adjacent movie to the thing that we yeah. were supposed to be watching, we're getting pretty brain dead over we here. We would never get the shit done. Yeah, we would never get it done. You know, like yes, like we watched Psycho, the original Psycho before the remake. That was a completely necessary. Like it was a shot for shot remake. Like yeah, yeah, we had to compare the two products. This we were like, let's watch the trailer for Get Shorty. And then watch Be Cool. And, and if then we if we feel it. like we have to... Oh, save your life. That's Baltimore for you. And then if we feel like we have to go back and watch it, we will. Yeah. And 30 seconds into Be Cool, we, we looked at each other yeah. and we were like, nope, I got The trailer gave me everything I needed to know. I'm good. Yeah. <laughs> I, I understood the premise of this movie. I just was talking about on My Two Kids how... I hate when directors don't trust people. <laughs> they, they really to, just scream this yeah, at you in the first 30 seconds. When they don't trust, you know, their audience to, like, know what's going on or know what they're supposed to be thinking and feeling. And, no, this was abundantly clear. So, uh, Get Shorty, um, you, you may have seen it, you may not have seen it. Um, John Travolta as Chili Palmer. He's a he's a former mobster. He wants to get into the movie biz. Not in that. Just to be completely clear, wants to get into the movie biz. This is ten years later. Yeah, he's fed up with Hollywood. He wants to To get into music. Get into music. The end. Okay. Um, There are some twists and turns along the way. A lot of cameos that I liked. Like I liked seeing Andre Three Thousand in one of the bands. Like that was cool. Christina Milian. Um, I recognized instantly. There, there are um, a couple things that make this kind of whack. We will get to Vince in a minute. <laughs> we'll but save I'm the gonna, best. We'll save the wackest for lastest. I'm gonna start. I'm gonna start with the fact that they couldn't stop saying the word Shylock. Are you able to say it? Like, okay, it is not like, as far as I know, and I that's gonna be the only time that I say it. And if I didn't know that you're not supposed to say it, okay, I apologize. I just it is we're it, Shakespeare nerds. It is yes. It is obviously comes from that. It is a distorted premise, the idea yeah. of a Shylockian character. Yeah. Okay? Um, it, it is a, a derogatory yeah. term towards Jewish people. Yeah. Okay? In the stereotype that Jewish people are hungry for money. Yes, and will do anything, anything for money. Yeah. And, and, you know, in, in The Merchant of Venice, the character of Shylock is willing to um, slice somebody up and kill them over money. Okay. Like it, and, and for hundreds of years, he was played with a big crooked nose Mm -hmm. and he was played like a money hungry villain. And it was really fucked up for a long time. Mm -hmm. I think that in, in the past, you know, hundred, maybe not even like past like 50 years, that character has sort of been given a reexamination. And I think that like, you mean in stage productions. In stage productions. Yeah. And that character is now, like, the, like, tragic hero of that story. Yeah. Because we see, like, the blatant racism going on around yeah. him to him that has driven him to this place, yeah. which I think People we, are approaching we it better anyway. understand as yeah. a society, right? This movie says, fuck all that. Yeah. <laughs> they refer to um, 
John Travolta's money-hungry mobster character, they say this word. They boast it. I mean, just boast, 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 boast. It's I'm a, not exaggerating. Like a positive. 30 times. Uh, yeah, no exaggeration. I mean, it's just Every constant. character says he, it. Yeah, he says it. He, like, <laughs> his name might be Chili, which they also do say a zillion times. That other term is right yeah. up there with it. I mean, he boasts about himself being referred to as that. Yeah. He, it is his, yeah. he, he refers to it. It's his calling card. It, he refers to it as his profession. Like, he says, like, <laughs> I was yeah. this. Like, that yeah. is his job. He doesn't say, like, oh, yeah. I worked in film. And then people would even go, oh, hey, you're this term. Like, yeah. It is, it is constant. It is and, constant. You know, there's this debate in the Shakespeare community, which I do not need to get into, about did Shakespeare write this play where Shylock is a tragic hero yeah. or did he write it as a racist who didn't like Jewish people? Yeah. We, the world will we'll never, never know. know. And and but it's, it, we've taken a stance yeah. in the past 50 years or so. We're re-examining that and, for ourselves, and even I if he didn't intend for us to. If Shylock is a tragic hero, it's one of my top five Shakespeare plays. I think it's brilliant. Yeah. I think it's it's there's it's so so deep and so heavy, and so to use, <laughs> to just be like nah fuck that, yeah <laughs> Jews man, they love their money. <laughs> it yeah. was just like whoa. It's like Harry and they Potter. They just don't let it go. Yeah. <laughs> just say it a million times. We kept just going like oh my god, I cannot yeah. believe that they keep saying it. I um, can't get over I do, like I don't believe that the word itself is dirty. Yeah. I think it's just... It's, you shouldn't use it. You, like, shouldn't, you shouldn't find you, ways to use you, you it. You definitely yeah. should not run around saying it. And it's it just... The, the, the premise is offensive. Yes. And they are like wholeheartedly in on the premise. Yes. <laughs> it's yes. just a ridiculous amount. Yeah. Number two. Uma Thurman yeah. plays um, like the... They're not loving. They're like buddies. No, yeah. Well... She's like the female lead. Yeah, I mean it's 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 not like the whole movie is not about them being in, in love. love. No, right. It's you know about a spark that right. maybe may or may not comes back. And she's on this mission to meet Steven Tyler from Aerosmith, and that's like kind of funny. She meets yeah. Steven Tyler. I'm gonna pause you right there. Yes. Um, my childhood best friend. <laughs> her, you're gonna tell the story. Her mom... For no reason. She lived, like, around the corner from me. She was my first toxic friend. She's not listening to this. We don't speak anymore, so, like, it doesn't matter. But she was my first toxic friend. We would have... We would be inseparable. You know, 8 a.m., I'm walking around the corner to be at her house all day, all night, sleep there, like, inseparable. To having the most giant fallouts of anyone ever for two months and then coming back together. Well, anyways... This is, was it you that I was telling you about Pittsburgh Pat? Yes. Just it's her uncle. Do it. I'm yo. sorry. Pittsburgh Pat is her uncle. Anyways. Um, do not explain that. I want people <laughs> at home to be like, what? I'm not. Uh, if you if you want to ask me who Pittsburgh Pat, Pittsburgh Pat is, you can tweet me at Mailer Talone. I'll give you the story. Um, but anyways, her mom, I remember her mom being obsessed with Aerosmith. And, like, there were Aerosmith pictures everywhere, and she only wore Aerosmith shirts. And I would so always be like, weird. like, what's the deal? And she was like, oh, I have seen them, like, 170 times. I was, like, a groupie. And that's, like, when I learned, like, what a groupie was. 
because she traveled all around the country and just constantly saw Aerosmith shows. She still does to this day. Not travels all over the world, but, like, anytime they're around, like, she goes. Like, she is still a die-hard Steven Tyler fan. He, he is he is her god. He is her Jake Owen, if you will. When I was in <laughs> high school, my, like, U.S. history teacher was obsessed with Rascal Flats. Oh, God. And she had seen Rascal Flatts. My like government teacher times. was obsessed with Elvis and had a shrine in our classroom. Who played Elvis in the most recent? I've been playing this puzzle game <laughs> for a hundred years. I can about possibly be broke. We've been telling the same joke for like ten episodes. <laughs> I can it possibly will never get old. How <laughs> can it possibly still be funny? Um, <laughs> what the fuck was that? She wants to meet Steven Tyler. Yeah. She meets Steven Tyler at a Lakers game, which I... We're talking about Uma Thurman now, by the way, and not his history teacher, as I, I thought for a second. I loved seeing Kobe and Shaq play basketball. Like, that was awesome. Like, that was super nostalgic for me. Yeah. Way more than the fucking replacements, okay? Okay. Seeing We're Co- not going to slander one, Y2K. One, 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 no, I like the replacements just fine. But, like, I like I lit up when I saw Kobe play basketball. I think yeah. I'm going to, like, pick a Lakers game for Y2 Kids episode. Oh, my God, we... please don't. That would mean nothing to me. I don't even understand how basketball works. Um. Okay, anyway. And then, uh, but there's a scene where they dance. Yeah. And it's clearly a reference to... Pulp Fiction! But it was so unbelievably, like, lifeless. It was. That it took me, like, half an hour to be like, oh, wait a minute. Yeah. <laughs> they were in Pulp Fiction together. Like, it, it didn't yeah. even occur to me. You, yeah. yeah, it was just, like, just this cheap imitation. It might as well have just been, like... Someone else dressing up as them or something. And that you says know, something like, because Patrick is a trashy film bro who loves Pulp Fiction. I like Pulp Fiction. I boo, didn't, it everyone didn't, say boo, <laughs> Patrick. It didn't you even... You lost all your street cred. Slightly occur to me that they... That that's what was happening. Yeah. Um, And, you know, I kept going like, this movie feels directionless. Like, yes. I just... It just felt so like... Like what is going on? And not on? in like an artistic what are they trying like vignette way, just yeah. And that's interesting because we watched like the making of, and we're gonna talk about that in a minute when we talk about the other sin of this movie, which is Vince Vaughn. But we watched the making of on the DVD. We watched in classic full screen DVD, baby. And the director F. Gary Gray, like, he had a lot of great things to say about like his vision of the movie and yeah. stuff. And and if you look at some of the movies that he's made Straight out of Compton. Great. Law Abiding Citizen. Never heard of it. Fast and Furious 8. Probably not great. Set It Off. The Negotiator. He's made some really good movies. Like, granted, none of them are, you know, fucking Citizen Kane or whatever. None of them are Fast and Furious 2, too Fast and Furious. (laughs) But, like, I like all of those movies. And I think they all have, you know, redeeming qualities. And I would call them all good movies. So it's not really a him thing. I don't know what it was, but this just felt like meandering. Yeah. However, <laughs> the one thing that pops up every five to ten minutes and that wakes you up and gives you like this a breath shot of, of life is Vince fucking Vaughn in this movie. If you remember our episode from a couple months ago, if you haven't listened to it, it's one of my favorite episodes that we've yes. done on the show, uh, where Vince hosted SNL in nineteen ninety eight. 
I, I'm sure that we said in that episode <laughs> that it was not... I, in fact, I think I remember saying this. Watching this SNL episode, it's not homework, but we highly suggest that it's really enjoyable. Eh, no, wrong. It's, it's not homework. homework. It is actually <laughs> due before you listen to the rest of this episode. It's homework. Because there's a scene, there's a sketch, there's a rather. Scene. Oh, yeah. A sketch. There's a, okay. there's a sketch in, in that episode of SNL where he plays a pimp. Okay, and I'm using the word that they, they use in the sketch. He plays a pimp. Named White Chocolate. White Chocolate. And he's got a big pimp hat and a big pimp, pimp coat, coat. And a big pimp cane. And he sits in the in the back of a limousine with Tracy Morgan. And, and he, he desperately does, tries to keep up with the teleprompter. <laughs> does, sweating. There are cue cards on SNL. Yeah, cue cards. And he does just the most, like, just ridiculous, over-the-top, pimp impression okay yes. there's nothing subtle about this no he is going actually harder than he had ever had before in his career given the fact <laughs> and that we know that for a fact because we watched everything in order yeah and we were like wow that's gonna be this weird like a remember dream. white chocolate and he plays the same character yeah. in this movie what really and, and I hate to jump ahead, but I just, I have to say this right here, right now. What really got me is when, when we went to watch, like, the making of, how proud Vince Vaughn was of his improvisation with this character. And I don't know what's worse. The fact that Vince Vaughn felt emboldened enough to improv the most insane character of all time. Or that we'll just never know what was actually written. <laughs> because boy, oh boy, is this insane. I'm going to quote the director. I'm going to, I'm going to, uh, um. First of all, he, he like jerks Vince Vaughn off. He's like. Okay, watch yourself. <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm going to, um, what is it called? Not when you misquote, also, but I like meant paraphrase. I, I also, I want to just be abundantly clear. I did not mean literally, but yeah, I'm just saying he, he says like, Vince Vaughn is amazing. So like, I want to paraphrase what he says, yes, in, the, in the, but it's pretty close. He says, Vince is so great in this movie. He's so great at playing the kind of white guy that wants to be a black guy. Yeah, something like that. And I was just like, I cannot believe. They and he said it in such. He, he's a, a like, black guy, by the way. F. Gary Gray. If yeah. you don't know, he he's a black man. Yeah. And I just cannot believe the idea of Vince like rolling up to the set every day. I'm gonna be like, I'm gonna do my black guy thing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, and then doing that. Yeah. And then the director being like. Brilliant. Nailed it. Nailed it. That's what we were looking for. Thank you. You get to leave early today because it was one take. And you improv it all. Yeah, the director had He's just... He's got this awful haircut. Oh my God, it's so bad. He's gold chain and he wears yeah. track suits. It's just... Like, um, it's horrible. Oh my gosh. It's horrible. Yeah, it, it's, it's, it's horrific. The director has just the most unbelievably kind things to say. They all say like... And I'm sure he's a genius. I would say that for what he was supposed to, he nailed the assignment. Clearly, there was the vision. I'm just, just I don't know that that should have been a vision. It's so 2005 that it's like unbelievable. Yeah, Um, and in a movie with very little personality, I like John Travolta like often. You know, I think that in in a way he's underrated, and there are a lot of things that I think he's very very good in. 
There are also times where he doesn't give a fat shit. Yeah. And I think that this is one of those times. This is our second John and Vince movie. The stepdad or whatever. Oh my god, I didn't even connect that! (laughs) It's like, what I, this is what I do, is I connect dots like this. And this movie just like, it just like eliminated that part of my brain of being like, there are other movies that exist. Yeah. Um, there, I work at an organization that has So that's how he got the part. Yeah. John Travolta in Domestic Disturbance was like, I know the guy. Yeah. (laughs) I, yeah. Wait a minute. I saw that episode of SNL. He, yeah. He, he got this. Uh, there's no Will fucking way that someone did not see that episode of yeah, SNL like, and then the seven years later go like, oh, I know who. Yeah. Yeah. I work in an organization that has a director of diversity, equity, and inclusion. And we actually had a really interesting conversation today, specific, or the other day, not today. It's the weekend. Um, The other day about, like, comedy. And how comedy holds up all these years later and how like comedy is only so unbelievably funny because it is like these people have mastered the art of of speaking to a niche instant moment in time you know like i would argue that like this movie may have not even been as funny or like that character that may have done really well in 2005 audiences might not have even done well in 2006. Like, I think it's just really fascinating to think about, like, you know, these things, not only do things just kind of, you know, become taboo or become, you know, whatever, but, like, comedy really just putters out. Like, okay, we have to, we have to write, a, write a wrong in yeah. a former episode. This is a white two kids thing, but I'm just going to sort of assume that... Uh... You might listen to both. I don't know why I'm making that assumption. They don't. Uh, no, I'm going to make that assumption because you should be listening to both. Because you love us. You should be listening to both if you're not a fake fan. Um, we said on a recent episode when we talked about Whose Line Is It Anyway, wow, this show is super not problematic at all. Like, for being from the late 90s. Yeah. Every once in a while I'll be like, mm. you know, but like, they don't. It could be worse. They don't do any gay panic jokes and they don't do, like, you know, I was like surprised that like the things that were funny in the 90s did not. Yeah. Come up, right? We were watching the wrong episodes. Oh my god! And then, like the next episode we watched, it was like the most racist shit I've ever seen in my entire life. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and so, like, I felt like, oh, whoa! Like, I was so wrong. Um, yeah. This feels very similar in that, yeah. like, t- they got away with that in two thousand five, and I'm sure there were plenty of people who were upset, yeah. and I'm sure that their their voices were muffled, you know. Um, but there is no way in a million freaking years that this would ever even be a thought in someone's yeah. mind now. And it's not to say that characters like this don't still exist. They do. There are still plots, you know, about, you know, communities that have these kinds of characters yes. in them. But they are done in a different way. Like, Vince is treating this... He's not a subtle like, actor. No, and it, it is this flamboyant buoyant character yeah it is this um just like over the top not being subtle not being respectful or researched in any way 
character. And that's what's so and crazy like, about that it. that doesn't happen anymore. Is this movie... And he calls him nuanced. I, I'm sorry. He that, does. He the does. director <laughs> says, like, Vince Vaughn, this performance... He managed to pull such a nuanced performance out of this character who on surface level is just a white I've, guy who wants to be black. And I'm like, oh my god, it's not nuanced at all. I have made um, myself this, like, Vince Vaughn stan publicly... And I like and Vince. For what? I yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's a weird position to take. I like Every time I tell him. people about this show. I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? Like I just like wait to see their reaction. I like, like Oh him. yeah, I have a podcast. Oh, about what? Vince Vaughn. <laughs> and they either go, Oh. Which is ninety percent of them. Or they go, Oh, that's cool, I love Vince Vaughn. Yeah. And then I think Yeah, but I you don't know. Less for that. But you don't know. You yeah. don't know. Yeah. Um, I, I, I do like him, though. I like him in a lot of things. I think he's very talented. I think he's very funny. I think he's got a horrible, horrible agent. And I yeah. I think that we'll be able to pinpoint the exact time he gets a new agent. Um, yeah. <laughs> but, um, or starts working for himself. Yeah. Picks up, moves to Florida. Get out of here. Um, he was at a Cubs game recently. This. Oh, I meant, I, sorry, I meant to say that on, a, on an episode. Patrick and I were just at Wrigley Field. We just missed him. We just missed him. Um, I like him in a lot of things. I, I, I... Especially early on, I think that he gets a lot of shit that he shouldn't get. We, we were able to defend a lot of stuff early on. Yeah. This is indefensible. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this is a just insane. And like I said, in such a bland, personality-less movie, mm-hmm. he's just like fucking going for it. Yeah. Which I respect that. Like showing up to work and saying like, I'm going to do 110. Cl- like, That's a valuable skill in an actor. Something that we always say about Vince Vaughn is that he respects the script. I mean, I guess not in this case because he improv a lot. But like clearly there was a, a camaraderie with uh, the, him in the directory and an understanding that, was allowed. that he could. But like he respects the script slash working environment. The intention. He, he, yeah, he, that's a great way to put it. He respects the intention. And we can't say that he didn't do that here. He, he absolutely did do that. And we know that because the director said he respected the intention, that he nailed every single thing he was supposed to nail, that the improvisations were but totally incredible. Vince isn't in the damn making of, and I think that there's something to that. They interview everybody else. John Travolta, Uma was. Thurman, he's not. He doesn't speak in the making of. Oh. I don't know. I don't want to put my tinfoil hat on, but I there's something about was. that that just like... No, baby, he... Sorry, I'm sorry. He was, because that's when he said... That whole car scene was improv. Oh, you're right. He wasn't it. You're right. You're right. Patrick is just trying to find conspiracies. No, I think I, I think I thought that. I was like, where is he? Where is he? Where is he? Where is he? And then he showed up for like five seconds. Yeah. So you're right. But he doesn't. But that's the thing is, yeah. he doesn't like really talk about you know. Yeah. This. He I, is very proud of the improv. He says though that like improv and that kind of work is the work that he loves the most and feels most, you know, like, excited about. So, and I guess you can see that in the film because he's going for it. Clearly he showed up to set every day excited to work. But for what? This is and I'll be, insane. You know, like, it's, it's, just, it's crazy. Um, and the movie's also kind of poopy. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, instead of watching um, Be Cool, just watch SNL instead, and it'll be... You can watch the three-minute yeah. sketch, and you'll get it. Yeah, like you'll it's that get movie. it. And you don't have to watch all the other super boring parts. Yeah. Um, the premise is, like, interesting, too. It's just, yeah. I don't yeah, know. I don't, know. I, I don't want to be a negative Nancy, but these movies stink. So many yeah. of them stink. However, however, we got a great couple episodes coming up. Next week, 
Wedding Crashers, yes. which I and have so, never seen. Oh, I'm so excited about it. We're I'm gonna watch so it. So excited about it, especially because we just um, for our weekly movie night watched Midnight in Paris, um, a movie. You want to talk I, about problematic? Yes. Okay, but. Like I said, I've never seen a single other Woody Allen film, and I saw that one way before this anything came out, and so that everything's been out for a long time. But before you were okay, aware, because you were I was a child, aware, I was a literal child, um, and I love that movie. I still love that movie. Because I think I was Midnight in Paris was your Great Gatsby. That is a very absolutely fair thing um, to say. Absolutely. Anyway, uh, it's what does lot, that say about it's, me? It's a lot worse. Um, anyway. I've never seen Wedding Crashers. We're going to watch it twice. We're going to watch it. And then we're going to watch it with the Owen Wilson, Vince Vaughn commentary yeah. available on the DVD. Um, and then the, the week after that is the breakup. And we're going to have a special guest on that episode. And uh, I am very excited for that movie. Like I said, I'm Team Jen. Okay, I'm looking forward <laughs> to this. I'm Team John Favreau. Yeah, like we... we the next okay. two weeks are going to be real fun. We do this for a while. We go like, okay, like uh, we we got it, folks. We got it. We're, we're going to the slog. And then they're worth and worse than we remember. We're like, we're so excited. The next week, Starsky and Hutch, dodgeball, and then and psycho. Then, yeah, and then like they end up being so much. Worse. But I find it I very really unlikely that like, these next. Two. Yeah, I really feel like at the very. Fucking it's like least. it's like they will be nostalgic it's like and like it's have like a, some merit like a mirage in the desert you know we're like oh my god i see it it's psycho it's like and the then water. you finally like crawl over to it and it's not there yeah. and you're like well, no yeah it's been rough <laughs> i have the next two are gonna cells. be awesome i just there's no doubt about it yeah wedding crashers probably won't hold up i'm, I'm sure it's super offensive i'm gonna gaslight <laughs> I'm myself sure it's into loving super it super offensive yeah absolutely it is <laughs> Um, but I will gaslight myself into thinking that it's the greatest movie of all time because I need that in my life. All right. Let's wrap it up. Let's wrap it up. Yes. We talked a long time about two movies that um, I don't think deserve this much time. No. <laughs> so, uh, but Mr. Mrs. Smith. we did not talk much about Austin and Butler, cool. and for that, I'm proud. We could, though. I have an idea. Oh, no. Let's talk about him right now. So, what has he been up to recently? Do you know? No. Anyway. Okay. <laughs> I thought you were like setting me just up. The, just, just the blank. Like, that was fun he's, improv game yeah. we played. He's been doing a lot of interviews with his Elvis voice is what he's been up to. Oh, I do have something to say about Austin Butler. I recently saw an, a, an interview with Vanessa Hudgens where she, it, this was way, 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 way before he was ever cast in Elvis. And she tells the person in the interview that Austin sang her an Elvis Christmas song and she says, babe, you have to play Elvis. Ugh, they are my Romeo and Juliet. They are my star-crossed lovers. (laughs) (laughs) And I just, I have to put that out there. my God. If you know, you know. If you don't, you don't. If you were on Tumblr, you were. If you weren't, you weren't. We're gonna wrap it up. Mr. and Mrs. Smith, be cool. Thumbs in the middle and then thumbs down, I would say. Yeah. Um, Next couple are going to be really fun. Until then, you can follow the show at Vonathon on Twitter or at Vince Vonathon on Instagram. You can also email us at, yes, you can email us VinceVonathon at gmail.com. Let us know your thoughts. 
anything you want to say. We send Y two kids like, hey, if you have a suggestion, we'll watch it. Um, but we Can't don't really do that on this. Anything, but you if there's anything you want us to talk about, all of these movies, or if you have an opinion about a show that you want to disagree or agree with, we'd love to chat about it. Or you want to send us a funny Austin Butler clip, we would love it. We would. We would really love it. Um, until then, you can find me at Patrick J. Regal, anywhere you find people online, particularly Twitter and Letterboxd. Just like Taylor said, I've got my 24-hour movie marathon coming up on yep. Saturday, August 6th, 8 a.m. on Saturday to 8 a.m. on Sunday. I'm doing 90% so of it by myself. Um, it's always fun. Yes. You can find me online at Letterboxd, um, at Taylor Malone. And if you are just dying to know what this Pittsburgh Pat thing is about, <laughs> you can find me on Twitter at MailerTalone. We will see you all next week. See you then.